Some areas of our country are doing very well, others are doing less well. It will probably, unfortunately, get worse before it gets better. From this evening, I must give the British people a very simple instruction. You must stay at home. We can no longer, from today onwards, be proud. We can no longer sit back and remain silent on the senseless, unlawful killings, sly racism of another human being based only on what? Their skin colour. We are worried that um, the Chinese Communist Party make use of the evil law to further suppress Hong Kong people. This is all wrong. I shouldn't be up here. I should be back in school on the other side of the ocean. Yet, you all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? Welcome to Where We Are with Nina Zoe Porter, your breakdown of all the key events in the world from the past seven days, all in one bite-sized podcast. For today's episode, here's what happened in the world this week. Following 11 days of extreme violence, a ceasefire between Israel and the Palestinian militant group Hamas in the Gaza Strip has come into effect. The ceasefire began early on Friday, however both Israel and Hamas claim victory in the conflict. Minutes after the ceasefire, hundreds of people celebrated in what they considered a victory. faced an early test on Friday when fresh clashes broke out at the Alaska Mosque compound in occupied East Jerusalem. Israeli police spokesperson Mickey Rosenfeld told the AFP news agency that Palestinians had thrown stones at officers and that riots suppressing measures had been taken in response. Speaking after the truce came into effect at 2am local on Friday, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu warned if Hamas thinks we will tolerate a drizzle of rockets, it is wrong. He vowed to respond with a new level of force against any expression of aggression against communities around Gaza and any other part of Israel. In the firing of thousands of rockets on our cities, we do something different. We try to target those who target us with great precision. The fighting between Israel and the Palestinian militants in Gaza began on May 10th, after weeks of rising Israeli-Palestinian tension in East Jerusalem that culminated in clashes at Al-Asqa, a holy site revered by both Muslims and Jews. Hamas began firing rockets after warning Israel to withdraw from the site, triggering retaliatory airstrikes. At least 243 people, including more than 100 women and children, were killed in Gaza, according to its Ministry of Health. Israel has said it killed at least 225 militants during the fighting. Hamas has not given casualty figures for fighters. In Israel, 12 people, including two children, were killed, its medical service says. The Israeli military says more than 4,300 rockets were fired towards its territory by militants and that it struck more than 1,000 militant targets in Gaza. And next... It is welcome that the BBC accepts Lord Dyson's findings in full, which are extremely concerning. That BBC employees 
lied and used fake documents to obtain the interview with my mother, made lurid and false claims about the royal family, which played on her fears and fueled paranoia, displayed woeful incompetence when investigating complaints and concerns about the programme, and were evasive in their reporting to the media and covered up what they knew from their internal investigation. In March this year, an inquiry was launched into Martin Bashir's iconic 1995 interview with Princess Diana. The Panorama interview featured Princess Diana giving an extraordinarily frank account of her marriage to the Prince of Wales, famously saying, There were three of us in this marriage, a reference to her husband's affair with the future Duchess of Cornwall and admitting to an affair of her own. Further, the interview also revealed information about her mental health and her treatment within the royal institution. The official inquiry by investigative journalists found that Martin Bashir used deceitful behaviour to secure his landmark panorama interview with the People's Princess. The report by Lord Dyson concluded the journalists breached BBC rules by mocking up fake bank statements and showing them to Diana's brother, Earl Spencer, to gain access to the Princess. In reaction to these findings, the Duke of Cambridge, Prince William, said the deception fueled his mother's paranoia and worsened his parents' relationship. The interview was a major contribution to making my parents' relationship worse and has since hurt countless others. Prime Minister Boris Johnson also said he was very concerned following the discovery that Martin Bashir faked documents. The BBC said it has made fundamental changes in governance since the 1990s. However, people continue to assert that the BBC must take every possible step to ensure that nothing like its deceit of the Princess of Wales to secure an interview ever happens again. And finally. Heavy fighting has forced thousands of people from their homes in Myanmar as France called for an urgent delivery of aid. Chin State, which borders India, has seen some of the most intense battles of the last week as the Burmese military clashed with rebels opposing February's coup. Local residents say thousands had to flee after junta forces attacked the town of Mindat as it tried to flush out ethnic fighters from the newly formed Chinland Defence Force CDF. Pictures shared widely on social media show women and children carrying small baskets of possessions on their backs as they walked through the forest. In others, villagers are sitting under makeshift shelters on the jungle floor. Most of the people are hiding in the jungle. People are looking for ways to reach their relatives, but some of the routes are being blocked, so they have to hide in the jungle. Others are fleeing to Thailand. The Thai Prime Minister, Prayutha Chan-Ocha, has said they will prepare for the refugees to cross over and will talk about the numbers later. However, they are not going to talk about a shelter yet, as there have not been enough preparations. <laughs> According to a local aid worker, as of yesterday, more than 10,000 have fled. We don't have the update for today yet. People are still calling us, saying that they want to flee.
So, you're all caught up. That's where we are in the world this week. Be sure to listen next week to stay up to date on the latest news around the world. Search Where We Are with Nina Porter on all podcast platforms and subscribe today to get new episodes first.